You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. Don't struggle to align your organization's cybersecurity with business risk. Get the only solution that goes beyond reacting to threats with vulnerability and risk monitoring. You need the next evolution of MDR, and only Critical Start delivers it. Critical Start doesn't just monitor and respond to threats. They put you in control by detecting suspicious activities, quickly responding to contained threats, and identifying your most critical assets and protecting them against vulnerabilities and exposures. With continuous visibility, expert guidance, and measurable risk reduction, Critical Start has redefined what it means to manage cyber risk. Demonstrate provable security maturity to your leadership while positioning your program to achieve the greatest risk reduction per dollar spent. Stop fearing risk and start managing it with Critical Start. Visit criticalstart.com and request a demo today. That's criticalstart.com. South Korea accuses the north of cyber espionage as tensions on the peninsula continue. A sophisticated bit of Android malware targets banks in Turkey, New Zealand, and Australia. Apple appears to have contained KeyRanger ransomware, but ransomware continues to increase its criminal market share. Brazilian coders stay busy crafting cross-OS malware. That cyber pathogen the San Bernardino DA was worried about turns out to be nothing at all. Really, nothing. And the University of Maryland's Marcus Rochecker assesses the progress of social media companies in the struggles with ISIS. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, March 8, 2016. As the U.S. and South Korea conduct joint military exercises and shore up collaborative defenses against cyber threats, the Republic of Korea's National Intelligence Service accuses North Korea of a systematic campaign of hacking senior South Korean officials' smartphones. The objectives seem to be those of conventional espionage, but the incidents come at a difficult time of heightened sensitivity to Pyongyang's nuclear capabilities and aspirations. ESET reports a new and unusually sophisticated form of Android malware. Spy.agent.si is currently most active against banking targets in Turkey, New Zealand, and Australia. The malware poses as a version of Adobe Flash Player, which alone ought to be sufficient to put warier users on alert, and then locks an Android device's screen until the user enters the passcode, which obviously the malware goes on to steal. Android phones are widely used in two-factor authentication. Come to think of it, one of our stringers uses his phone for practically nothing else, and it therefore seems that spy.agent.si is being used to compromise two-factor authentication by capturing the authentication codes banks send out. In addition to being wary of things that pretend to be Adobe Flash Player, but ain't, Another good way to protect yourself is not to download apps from places other than the Google Play Store. So far, at least, the impresarios of spy.agent.si haven't been able to get themselves into Google Play. The postmortem on the KeyRanger Mac ransomware continues. Apple clapped a stopper over it relatively quickly after being tipped off by Palo Alto, and it's thought that only some 7,000 devices were affected. 
Key Ranger takes a number of pages from the well-established Windows ransomware playbook. It offers a bogus tone of customer support, including a FAQ, along with its extortion instructions, and gives infected users a deadline for payment. In this case, it appears to be 72 hours. Key Ranger was distributed via a legitimate BitTorrent service, and it's still out there in the wild, so take care. Users should be aware that this ransomware won't cause a pop-up dialog box to appear, nor does it require root access to encrypt files. The best protection, experts say, is to run antivirus protection on your Mac and, as always, to regularly back up your files. Observers see KeyRanger as confirmation of the increasingly important role ransomware plays in the criminal economy, and of course older, familiar ransomware variants remain active. One new infestation is bothering users of the restaurant review service Burp. Visitors are directed to the Angler Exploit Kit, which in turn serves up a big helping of TeslaCrypt ransomware. Kaspersky notices a troubling development in Brazil. Black market coders are busily at work on cross-OS malware. It's being distributed as Java JAR executables that will function equally well on Windows, Mac OS, and Linux systems. Right now, the proofs of criminal concept are functioning as malware droppers, but Kaspersky researchers predict that we'll soon see full-fledged banking trojans emerge from development. In patch news, Google issues two security fixes for Android Media Server. This makes more than two dozen patches for Media Server since the stage fright vulnerability was disclosed in August of last year. In industry news, Secure Logic has acquired Computer Room Solutions for a reported $40 million. Analysts look at IBM's recent acquisition of Resilient Systems. They think Resilient's incident response system will give IBM the ability to compete against market leader FireEye, and that it will also give IBM an integrated end-to-end security operation and incident response offering. The U.S. cyber war against ISIS is widely expected to boost what the newspapers are inevitably calling the cyber-industrial complex. Observers see in the Pentagon's plans a $7 billion windfall for cybersecurity companies and the big integrators with whom those companies work. A senior official of the UK's GCHQ considers the return on investment of the £1 billion they've spent on cyber over the past five years and concludes that the return on investment has been disappointing. Reliance on cooperation and information sharing haven't worked, Alex DeWedney told RSA last week, and it might be time for what he calls a more interventionalist policy. In the U.S., the Federal Trade Commission looks at what it considers a rising tide of identity theft and warns that it may consider heavier regulatory oversight of data security. The Federal Aviation Administration is working on cybersecurity regulations for aircraft manufacturers, and the Department of Health and Human Services is looking for healthcare professionals willing to serve on its healthcare cybersecurity panel. And finally, you may have heard some mention over the past few days of a devastating dormant cyber pathogen thought by some, or at least by the San Bernardino County District Attorney, to be lodged in the San Bernardino Jihadist's phone. No one really knew what that meant, and the DA has distanced himself from the remark, although he has said it wasn't entirely fear-mongering. But the trade press isn't calling it fear-mongering. It's calling it hooey. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. 
Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications, so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Joined once again by Marcus Roschecker from the University of Maryland Center for Health and Homeland Security. They're one of our academic and research partners. Marcus, Washington has tried to enlist Silicon Valley in the fight against what they call extremism, and Facebook and Twitter have responded by blocking or otherwise uh, interdicting some accounts associated with ISIS. How effective do you think this is going to be? We all know that terror groups are using social media to uh, conduct propaganda and also to recruit new members. Um, it seems to be very effective for them to use social media to accomplish those goals for themselves. So we see companies like Facebook and Twitter uh, shutting down those accounts that they see as threatening or promoting terrorist acts. And and uh, Facebook and Twitter have done a fairly good job of this. Um, since 2015, Twitter has reportedly suspended over 125,000 accounts that use threatening language or promote terrorist acts. So we see Facebook and Twitter do a lot to try to um, get rid of those accounts that are used by terrorist groups. But, of course, it, it can be thought of as a game of whack-a-mole, where, we clo- where Twitter and Facebook will close down one account, but uh, 10 others will pop up um, spreading the same message as the one that was just shut down. So it's, it's definitely a hard fight for Facebook and Twitter and other social media providers to try to shut down these accounts that the terror groups are using. But that doesn't mean that Facebook and Twitter's actions aren't uh, successful in, in, to, to a certain extent, because whenever a, an account is shut down, it does uh, kind of uh, limit the messaging that the, some of these terror groups can uh, put forth. So we're seeing Twitter and Facebook shutting down these accounts, which of course is a good thing, but we're also seeing that new accounts are popping up. So um, we'll see this continue on and on, but ultimately I think uh, this is probably probably the extent of what Twitter and Facebook and other social media sites can do in terms of shutting down um, some of these social media accounts. And of course, ISIS has has put Facebook and Twitter on notice, saying that they can expect retaliation. Um, do you think that they should be worried about it? I mean, up to now, ISIS hasn't exactly shown uh, a whole lot of proficiency at hacking. 
what we see from ISIS when it comes to uh, cyber attacks is usually a, some sort of uh, attack on a social media account. We don't see any really sophisticated attacks up to this point. Um, but that isn't to say that they couldn't get that capability uh, from somewhere else. Uh, they could purchase that capability, perhaps, uh, or they could uh, actually uh, recruit some uh, technical experts who would be able to conduct more sophisticated attacks. So it's important to stay vigilant, obviously. Uh, Facebook and Twitter have to keep uh, vigilant against potential ISIS threats. But at this point in time, uh, it doesn't seem like Facebook and Twitter have too much to worry about. Marcus Rosschecker, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners. We're always looking for ways to improve the N2K Cyberwire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com slash survey. That's cyberwire.com slash survey and share your feedback now. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.